Welcome to What the If. I'm Philip Shane, science nerd, documentary filmmaker, slow thinker. How are you, sir? Uh, bushy bearded and misanthropic. <laughs> that is Matt Stanley. And, um, my slow talk today, uh, is a, is a, is just a hint, a tease as to what our subject will be. But before we get there, we just want to check in. So, um, misanthropic, mm -hmm. it's our dollar word for the day. Yeah. That means anti-human. That's right. Doesn't like people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There is a play called The Misanthrope that I remember being particularly fun. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's, um, um, yeah, it's a French 17th century. Um, I'm blanking on the uh, the name of the uh, writer, but also did um, uh, The Imaginary Invalid and a bunch of other great satirical pieces. Uh, again, it'll, it'll the slow brain yeah. is part of our thing. So, you know what? We're just going to jump right in. Here we go. What the if... brains were <laughs> going in a cycle. Wow. What if our brains were not only slower, but uh, repetitive? Forgot how to use the, the website. That was fun. I'm just going to do that one more time. I don't see any reason why not. <laughs> what the if... Our brains were slower. That's our subject today. And um, this actually comes, I don't know that our viewers know this. Matt, you have a whole secret side. I have a secret identity. This is true. Yes. And that is as a, I don't want to define you. How would you define your secret side? Uh... Well, I don't know. I guess my secret identity is is Sensei Matt instead of Professor Matt. Sensei um, Matt. That's not yeah. like Yoga Matt. Uh, it is not. That is correct. Um, no, my uh, my Sensei. wife and I teach uh, karate a couple times a week. Um, so uh, after I spend my days um, teaching people about science, I go teach them how to uh, break arms and punch through boards and things amazing yeah. amazing now is it karate or is it i hear the hipsters saying karate uh well this is actually kind of an interesting thing so um uh the the language you use in this martial art is japanese um so you say karate in japanese meaning empty hand but um uh, karate is really but americans say karate Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if I say karate, um, it sounds pompous and people don't know what I'm saying. So I'm better off pronouncing it wrong and having people know what I s mean. Right. Um, and then there's an extra layer, which is that karate is really Okinawan and not Japanese. Ooh. And the Okinawans say karate, like with the is D right? sound. Yeah. Interesting. So, okay. Now I'm going to, I'm going to 
a, a lot of this show, somebody someday, and I do not encourage this at all. Somebody could string together all my stupid questions and reveal the totality of my ignorance. But, uh, but that's why I like this show. I feel safe. It's a safe space. Good. Safe space for, for asking. Not things, so yeah. Okinawa, I thought, was one of the islands of Japan. Okinawa is a smaller island um, to the south of Japan. Uh, okay. It is not one of, like, if you ask someone to list the islands of Japan, they'll say Honshu, Hokkaido, and so on, and they will not list Okinawa as one okay. of them. Um, Okinawa is essentially a colonial possession of Japan. Um, so it's, I like to say that its relationship to Japan is the same relationship Puerto Rico has to the United States. So Puerto oh, okay. Rican people in Puerto Rico are American citizens, and it's part of the United States sort of territorial control, but it is not a formal part of the nation. So Okinawa is the same kind of way. So a territory, as we right. call it. Yeah, yeah. Inter okay, so uh, yeah, my ignorance was only half as much as I thought it was. <laughs> Yay! Still, still great, but uh, okay, interesting. So um, yeah, so you, uh, you and your wife are both teachers. Now people are asking, do you teach together? We do indeed, yes. You do? I did not realize it. Yep. You teach you teach a class together. Mm -hmm. oh, yep. So I should say we got to put in the plug now. It's Empty Cup Karate. You can go to EmptyCupKarate.com or check us out on Facebook if you want to see uh, some of the stuff we're doing. Of course, everything is closed down at the moment, so it's all virtual, but we're there. Oh, are you teaching virtually? Yeah. Wow, that must be interesting. It is interesting. Not 100% yeah. successful, but it's there. Yes, yes. Some other time I'll ask you about that because uh, my wife has been teaches yoga and she's been teaching yoga over Zoom. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. um, somewhat similar thing. Although I think less chance of injury in yoga. Although mm, I wonder, not really. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, so fascinating. And so because you have this secret side, I have a secret side. I've been eager to dip into the secret sauce of the secret side. Mm -hmm. And this is where this idea: what the if? Just to wake myself up again. No. Computer's no. <laughs> no. Dang. Oh, that was terrible. What the if I signed up for a DJ class so I could learn to do this better? Uh, what the if the brain was slower? Yeah. And so you, you mentioned, uh, I had asked you actually, is there something from your uh, martial arts background um, that we could do an if about? And you said, Uda. Uda. <laughs> right. It was unrelated to your question. It's just a thing I say sometimes. Just an exclamation. Uh, what is Uda? Um, so the Uda Loop is a, an acronym, O-O-D-A, um, and it stands for uh, Observe, Orient, Decide, Act. And it actually comes from the, the military. Um, I'm just going to say that again. So let's say it again. So again, for my slow brain. So sure. observe, mm -hmm. orient, yep. decide, Act. Right. Uda. Okay. Uda. Um, so we call it the Uda loop because you go through it. So when you encounter something, so um, somebody throws a ball at your head, you see the ball coming at you, you orient, meaning you interpret the observation you're making. I, said, I see the ball, it's coming towards me, it's going to hit me. Um, and then you decide what you're going to do. I'm going to catch it. And then you catch it. Okay. okay. And, I'm closing my window here. Okay. What is all this banging? Because I, this this is the least professional show we've. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a, you great. know I think I've got I've got 
not Corona brain as in I've had coronavirus, but like Corona lockdown brain. Yeah, I think that sounds right. It's just yeah, total. Everybody's like, got that. So, um, right. So the important oh. thing about uh, about the OODA loop is that it is a loop. So when you get a new piece of information that you need to make a decision about how to react to, you go through the loop and then you start it again. Okay. Okay. Um, so the the reason this is important for say martial arts is uh, I see a fist coming at my face. I orient to it. Uh, that is, it's going to be hitting me on the left side, uh, and the person is taller than me. So I decide that I'm going to block it in this particular way, and then I do the block. And then their fist is coming to the other side of my face, and I see it. And I orient to it, and I decide what to do about it, and then I block it. All right. So, do you use? It sounds more like boxing than karate. Um, no, there's plenty of punching people in the face. In okay. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. So, um, but I'm already saying to myself, well, no, how could if he, this must? This is all being done subconsciously. That's that's right. Um, yeah. And this uh, the important thing here is that this takes a certain amount of time to do. Okay, Uh, because these are all different parts of the brain that are involved in the loop. Um, And some parts of the brain are faster and slower than others. So, for instance, the observe and orient parts of the loop are done in the visual cortex, which is this really big, meaty, sophisticated part of our brain and Uh lets us do all sorts of cool things. Um, But it's fairly slow because it has to do a lot of work to process all the complicated information that's coming in. And then once the visual cortex has seen the thing, interpreted what it is, then it hands it off to the frontal cortex to actually decide what to do with that information. And then once that decision is made, it has to get relayed through the nervous system uh, actually out to your body to make it do something. So... My reaction would be that this is an incredible thing that the brain does it so fast. Oh, that's right. It's totally cool. Right. Yeah. But Um, what you're saying actually is that it's actually a problem in some ways. Well, so it's, um, I don't know if it's a problem per se, but it's something that once you you understand that that's the way the brain works and that's the way people react to stimuli, um, then you can do things about it. That is uh, one of the things you can do uh, is interrupt somebody else's OODA loop. So if you can, so as I was describing a moment ago, punch one comes in and I do my OODA loop and take care of it. And then punch two comes in and I do my OODA loop and I take care of it. But if punch two arrives before I finish my OODA loop about punch one, then what happens is my brain either finishes loop one and I get hit by punch two, or it starts the OODA loop over again for punch two and I get hit by punch one. Wow. Now, how could, but if, if the other person, if the other person's brain, so I suppose this, there's predator and prey, or you Mm -hmm. must have a more dignified term for it. (laughs) Predator predator and prey is fine. Yeah. Okay. The predator and prey. If the predator, the puncher, um, the aggressor in this one beat of the melee, uh, it, it wants to do that. I mean, the the prey, the, the mind of the prey is so fast in doing this OODA loop. 
it seems like we're talking milliseconds or something. How do, how could I possibly interrupt that? Well, so I mean, there's an important sense in which um, uh, it is a race between OODA loops. Um, so <laughs> you want you want to have a really short one, and you want your opponent to have a really long one. Interesting. Okay, um, and all sorts of things um, affect this. So, for instance, one of the big things that affects it is adrenaline. So if you're startled, say you're attacked suddenly, your body dumps adrenaline into you so you can be stronger and faster and so on. Uh, but one of the effects of adrenaline is that you freeze. That is, you don't do an OODA loop for a moment. Your body, mm. your body kind of resets. Right? Um, so you know, we talk about um, fight or flight reactions. Right. It's really fight, flight, or freeze. And everybody freezes. And then the question is, how long does it take you to get rid of the freeze? And then you can do the OODA loop and your body decides whether it's going to fight or flight. Wow. But, now, so the there's freeze actually is real. Obviously, yeah. For, for anyone who's not practicing, has not been taking your empty cup classes, is That's it right. emptycup.com? It is emptycupkarate.com. Emptycupkarate.com <laughs> um, is, is, is freezing. Absolutely. That's right. And I should say everybody freezes. I will freeze too. Ah, James okay. Bond freezes. Ah. Um, it's a, just a question of how long your freeze is. So right. for an untrained person encountering a stimulus you haven't seen before, um, your freeze might be a couple of seconds, mm -hmm. okay? which might not seem like a long period of time. But if, say, a car is hurtling at you um, as it's coming down the street, a couple of seconds is a really long time. Right. Like the deer in the headlights. Exactly right. They say. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes freezes can be minutes, right? If someone is feel, you know, when you talk oh. about somebody being like paralyzed with fear, it's not right. really fear. It's just the the effect of the freeze from the adrenaline dump taking a long time to to go away. And the fastest you can break the freeze um, is essentially the length of one OODA loop of your brain, which is about a tenth of a second. Okay, so that's oh. about the fastest you can react to something. Right. Tenth, okay, so mm -hmm. now to, to, to get a better sense of the OODA loop, that is why we have the what the if today. Yeah. Of what if your brain was slower? And um, now everyone who's on the show, we're all on board together here. So we're all already more advanced than we were at the beginning. And so we can use the, uh, the actual what the if we were going to do, which is, what the if? Perfectly executed. Yes. Your OODA loop was slow. <laughs> okay. So we're now we're going to experience a very slow OODA loop. And so I had the perfectly bougie, bourgeois, uh, situation before I should have been more awake because I have been getting good at uh, getting out in the morning. One of the wonderful benefits of the uh, Corona lockdown has been our street, which is a you know a big street, Main Street, Berry Street in Brooklyn, uh, is entirely closed uh, for pedestrians now. No cars, so that there's more room for social distancing. Anyway, so I go out in these morning walks and um, got some coffee. So as a, you're at the barista. What if my OODA loop were much slower than it was? 
Yeah. It's already pretty slow because it was pretty hot. <laughs> that's right. You're not caffeinated yet. Take us through. <laughs> so the, the loop is, Sensei. Sensei. right. So the, the way the loop would go um, is the, uh, the barista says, can I help you? Or does Starbucks have a standard greeting? I don't know this. Fortunately, I was at a local. Okay. All right. Mom and pop kind of thing. But um, so, so your barista says, uh, what can I get for you? Yeah. So, and the observation is you hearing that phrase. And right. then the orientation is your brain saying, uh, what do I want to have for coffee? Or no, no, no. The, the orientation is I need to respond to that with a phrase explaining what it is I want to get. So the and, first letter, O, O-O-D-A. So this is O. Yeah, the O is observe, right? I hear the person say, what do you want? Right. And then the orient is, uh, oh, I need to respond to that by saying what it is I want. Right. And then you decide, I want a triple half-calf latte. <laughs> um, and then you act and say, I want a triple half-calf latte. Right. You know, I love this because this is, this is like a programming mentality. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Right. Um, and so... Uh, if things were much, much slow, uh, I, side thought, because so you, you mentioned Starbucks, I'm guessing that um, stores or places like Starbucks where their goal is to move you through as quickly as possible mm-hmm. actually um, play psychological games, perhaps. On oh, totally. Yep, that's right. Um, so, for instance, uh, the menus are written in such a way as to actually, I mean, we think about menus as giving you lots of choice, but actually menus are written to give you as little choice as possible. So you spend as little time on the orientation deciding phase of things. So they'll they'll put the things on top that they want you to order, right? Because Uh, uh, if you have to read, if you read all the way to the bottom of the menu, that right. take, that's a long time for the uh, for just the observe phase of the loop, uh, much less the decide part of the loop. Right. right. Um, so they want you to just come in and and look at the the top thing and say, uh, "I'll have that." Uh huh. Uh-huh. And you're done. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Um, and we've all been behind somebody stuck in their OODA loop before. Like, ah, oh, yes. do I want this? Do I want a yep. mocha or do I want a frappuccino? Yes. Um, they're stuck in their loop, right? Um, I always feel like I've, I've been in that situation and I always, my thought is, are you buying a car? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How complicated is this? Um, and I should say that the, the advice of the you know, strategic theorists that have come up with the notion of the OODA loop is you just move through the loop. You just act. You get to the end, and then oh. you can start again if you need to. You just do something. It does not matter what you do. Just get out of it. There is that. That's a little bit of improv too. There's mm-hmm. a, a, yeah. there's okay. an expression they use with "don't think." Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because it's you know again in the martial arts context, the danger is if you freeze in the middle of your OODA loop. That is, you can't you can't orient correctly. You can't decide what to do. You get punched. And yeah. that hurts, and you don't want that. Right. Yeah. When I was learning improv, uh, and I may have told this story before, it's been a while. Um, I started taking it with the uh, with the Up- Upright Citizens Brigade. Uh, one of the they were just starting teaching in New York. Oh wow! And um, didn't even have a theater yet. Anyway. And 
I remember, but I signed up for these classics because I saw their shows. They were hilarious. And I thought, I'd like to do that. One part of me thought I would like to do that. The other part of me was the <laughs> part that had to get up in the morning on Saturday or whatever and go. And um, there is still a corner in the village, uh, 17th Street and um, 6th Avenue, which was the corner, this, this, the classes were being taught on 17th Street. That corner was the point of no return. It felt ah, I could chicken out and I had in there, there were times I chickened out and went home. I still get very nervous crossing that corner. Anyway, I would go. Meanwhile, I say I was terrified and I would go in one class in particular. I remember taking uh, with the great Armando Diaz. Mm. Um, actually, this would have been later on 22nd Street. But I remember uh, being in a class and I would always come out. You, you stand along the back wall of the stage. Eight people stand on the stage, but against the back wall. Two people step out and start doing a scene and you just got to do it. You just got to jump out when, when you're ready to do it. So I would jump out and I would immediately freeze. Yeah. And mm -hmm. dude, I would do this over and over again. It was terrible. Not comedy. And uh, <laughs> or, I don't know what, what, maybe comedy just did how bad it was. And um, uh, I did not know Armando, the teacher, uh, well at all. He didn't really know who I was or what my career was as an editor. Anyway, at the end of class one day, I said, do you have any tips? I was like, I've, I've, I've come out and I freeze. And he says, I can see you are editing in your brain. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, you know, I'm an editor. And he's like, yeah, well, he's like, you're, he's like, you have to just trust your, this is, and now maybe this is part of what you say in martial arts too, is that you trust yourself that just, just do something, just act mm -hmm. and um, you'll be better off yep. and stay okay. in motion. So now, if let's choose an even difference. So a transactional situation like the barista, it'll just go slower. Right. Um, mm -hmm. What's another situation where it would be really kind of fascinating if your OODA loop was ridiculously slow? Well, I mean, there's the classic one. So you're you're playing baseball, okay, and right. you're a fielder. Uh -huh. Say you're in center field, um, okay. and uh, pop fly comes your way. Right. So. You see the ball, right? You see it flying through the air, uh, and you. So that's the first O, and the second O is you orient. Um, you figure out where the ball is going. I've got. I'm just going to give people an image. Mm -hmm. You have already given me so much anxiety. <laughs> I, you, I was the kid. I did not want to, and they would always put me in. Uh, they call it right field. Sure. Right mm -hmm. behind first, because that is the least likely place for the ball to go. And uh, anyway, I was terrified. And so, yeah, I yeah, would me too. I mean, I was, I'm all the same. I can't catch a ball to save my life. Okay, um, right. Actually, actually, maybe I should make this more relevant to myself. Okay. Um, is it's well known uh, among my family that I can't catch anything. <laughs> so my wife will toss me my keys right. and a normal person sees the keys, yeah. orients to where they are going to be in a moment decides to lift their hand, does so, and catches them. Um, my brain actually tends to fail in the, the very first step, the observe. That is, my brain does not correctly see that the keys are coming towards me. So um, my visual cortex is still processing the image of the keys as they bounce off my face. <laughs> And then my wife apologizes no, for throwing you, the keys because she knows I can't catch them. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And it's a good thing you guys teach together. Yes, that's right. We can just make up. See what happened? I just punched my husband in the face because he didn't, he <laughs> he didn't, didn't move. Um, so, and I should say it's, so one of the weird things that happens is someone might say, dude, if you can't catch keys, how can you catch a punch that's coming at your face? Um, and there's actually a specific thing I do to avoid this OODA loop problem, um, which is that my brain takes a long time to process visual information, particularly for anything with depth. So one of the things I do is I take off my glasses. Um, when I'm doing karate and oh. someone might say, well, doesn't that make it worse? And the answer is actually no, because, uh, since I can't see at all without my glasses, um, my brain just doesn't use the visual cortex. It doesn't try to do any detail processing. Whoa. So instead it relies on other senses like say touch. So if I'm touching someone, I can tell instantly when they're about to punch me. Ah. And the reason for that is that the parts of the brain that process touch are much simpler than the parts of the brain that process vision. So my OODA loop is much shorter when I'm using touch than when I'm using sight. Wow, that's fascinating. How did you... Did you just discover that while you were training? Yeah, I just discovered it the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> um, you get punched in the face enough times. Enough times. Yeah, that's right. I'm just like, I'm just going to stop looking. Right. <laughs> wow. Um, and that uh, actually works pretty well for me. The free, the, the, the free, here's, here's what you're saying. It's because of slow processing in the visual cortex, but it sounds more like a freeze situation. Like. The freeze, the freeze makes everything else worse. Um, so one of the strategies I have for getting around the freeze uh, is to not rely on my vision very much because that's so, slower. So the, the freeze takes the, the, the adrenaline dump and mm -hmm. the freeze yeah. happens before the OODA loop begins. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, I see. So the freeze happens and then you get stuck on. And then you start one. the OODA loop. Yeah. And the adrenaline dump makes the OODA loop run slower because all, all the parts go slower, except for act, right? right? The adrenaline right. dump makes the A at the very end go faster, but right. it makes everything else go slower. Right. So so in this world, let's say we're now we're going to do our classic if technique. Yeah. Everyone in the world has super slow OODA loops. Mm -hmm. And uh, that means, which basically means we have slow reaction time. Yep, that's right. So that's right. When we say reaction time, that's right. shorthand for the whole OODA loop. Cool. Okay. Right. So um, in this world, what's, what's this world look like now? Well, I should say crossing the street becomes very dangerous ah. because the, the person who's driving the car, so you're the pedestrian, right? right. And the person <laughs> who's driving the car, when they see you in the middle of the intersection now, Instead of it taking them half a second to see, orient, decide to push the brake, and then actually push the brake, it now takes them five seconds. Yeah. Right? So uh, you really do not want to jaywalk in this world now. Right. Or, or I would guess, you know, 
in a way, everyone would be, be, in other words, whatever judgment we use now to cross to jaywalk mm-hmm. and judge the risk is based on our being familiar with our reaction times. Yep, that's and right. So in this world, maybe they would have already adapted. So if we were aliens visiting planet Uda, planet Sluda, Sluda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would look down and see, wow, they really, you know, they, they all move very slowly. Now, here's an interesting situation, I think. Rather than uh, what happens if one, let's just take one of these Uda steps okay. and say that's the slow one. Mm-hmm. So if, if it's the beginning, well, we just understand slow reaction time. It's interesting to imagine what if we got stuck in the middle of the Uda loop? Um, before, actually, before we do that, I realize there's one place, decision, the decision-making mm-hmm. thing, which is already step three. Right. I think everybody is familiar with. Yeah, with getting stalled on that part of yes. it, right? Um, yeah, and actually, one of the things that makes that step particularly difficult is if you have lots of possible decisions to make. So, ah. like when you go to um, uh, when you go to Starbucks, there's you know what half a dozen things on the menu. You go to a Greek diner, and there's like hundreds of things on the menu. Yeah. Right, yeah. everybody gets stuck on the decision phase there because there's so many possible things to, to and, choose from, and, and then I. I always, I, do, I go through the entire menu every You time. have to, of course. It would be yeah. rude not to. Right? And it's fascinating, mm-hmm. you know? And there's all, there's like these weird giant plastic sheets and cards that fall <laughs> out, right? And then there's like a, another thing like with a, uh, a sheet of paper that's been paper clipped in and there's mm-hmm. like all this stuff. And then I end up ordering the exact same thing. Of course, yes. Time. It's the, the cheeseburger with a side of fries, right? Right. So, no Burger delight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, particularly if you're at Cozy Soup and Burger on Broadway, yeah. oh. as all as all right thinking people. Oh, I are, know. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so imagine if every interaction you had over the course of the day was like a Greek diner menu. Oh, <laughs> this is good. Right. So you yeah. you open up your closet at the start of the day, and you can. So you do, we decided you're doing the first two O's of the loop fine. You see right. all your clothes and you orient. Okay, now I have to make a decision about clothes. Right. Um, but then the actual decision-making process, instead, I don't know, how long do you usually spend deciding what to wear every morning? <laughs> I'm all, see, the thing is, I'm like, oh, this is just normal life for me. Yeah. This, is, I, you know, <laughs> this is why I became, people say, how can you be an editor? How do you have the patience? And I'm like, well, it's just, I, I am actually paid to ponder every possibility (laughs) so you're gonna you're gonna stand there in front of your closet and stare uh but if we max it right let's take this to the extreme and it could Mm be let's you know it would now instead of five minutes if even that um Mm -hmm. if we're talking really slow we might let's make it an hour yeah yeah you just stand there in front of your closet for an hour right um and then when you finally make the decision, you just reach out and take the shirt and put it on. Right. It's not like it takes you a long time to put on the shirt. Right. It's not yeah. like it takes you a long time to look through the shirts. You are just uh, that part of your brain is now running very slow. Uh, and of course, the and one solution to this, which I should say is was Einstein's solution, Ooh. is to just have one kind of thing in your closet. Steve right. Jobs as well. That yeah. is why Steve Jobs wore the black <laughs> turtleneck. That's all yeah. he, he literally bought hundreds of. Those. Yeah. So like, like just why waste time on yeah. the decision loop, the decision part of the loop every morning um, when you can just uh, short circuit it by only having one thing to do. There However, 
knowing myself and people like me. I speak for a silent majority. Anyway, um, I would see all the difference in, you know, be like, well, this one's a little more worn than the other one. This, yeah, but you would find the differences. That's um, right. So that's the, the hope, right? Is that right. you actually, to, so, so, so this is one way of, of short circuiting the OODA loop is to just yeah. give one solution. And when we teach self-defense classes, for instance, this is a thing that um, uh, we do is I'm not going to, if I've got you for an hour and I want to teach you basic self-defense skills, I'm not going to teach you 20 different techniques because then you'll freeze on the D of the OODA loop in a crisis. Instead, right. I will teach you two things that you can use a hundred different ways. And then if you do one of those two things, then you'll be good. You know, this is interesting because I will say another thing about editing is um, when another people ask me, how can you deal with so many, you know, so much footage, so many options? How can you make a story out of that? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and <laughs> and as I said that, my the director I'm working with just texted and said, let's meet. <laughs> <Fix> this. <laughs> so he said, let's meet. So, um, uh, and, and the way I do it actually isn't, again, when I teach, I, I actually have to break things down into just a mechanical task. Mm -hmm. And usually, so it's, it's kind of a lot of, sort. like, I'm going to sort now. That's yeah. all I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so just constant. Well, this yeah, one is, so that's it. And something else is, you know, every conversation is a series of OODA loops as well, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh, you say uh -huh. something, I hear it, I process it, I decide what to say next. And then I say it. Right. So right. if the decision part of the of the conversational OODA loop took a long time, because you normally we will do that again in a fraction of a second. But right. imagine that it took you three minutes between every line of a conversation. Yes. 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 And the interesting thing here is that what we're imagining in this scenario is that time is still normal. So yeah, it's that's not right. Like There's that. nothing. That's right. You can perceive if you're the other person in that conversation, right. you are fully aware that the other person is just sitting there for three minutes, not saying. And a anything. weird, uh, right? A weird thing happens in that. Interesting about the decision in being trapped in that decision loop means that if I'm going to stand in the closet for an hour trying to choose, it also means that I am not able to break out of that loop and do anything else. Like yeah, I don't that's get right. bored. You are trapped in the loop. That's why it's so dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it's not easy to get out. Once you're right, in. right, and so the other person, um, but and yet, okay, now let's go into that other person's mind. So you're, you, some, uh, someone just said something to you. Okay, now they're waiting for your response, mm -hmm. right? And you're trapped in your OODA loop, but they are now also trapped in their own OODA loop of how to react to your weirdness. <laughs> yep, that's right, to your weird silence. <laughs> yeah, um, and that uh, may not be obvious, and then you'll get. Thing that is the equivalent of me being punched in the face is one of you will finish your OODA loop out of sync with the other one <laughs> and you'll start saying oh yeah that's a great and then the other person says oh well what i oh, sorry i missed up Ugh. and then <clears throat> one of you starts your OODA loop again and you're stuck right well, um, it, also, it sounds like actually what what's going to happen is that the amount of um the ratio of decision-making time versus action time is so out of balance mm -hmm. that most of the world would actually 
the vast majority of time is going to be spent in decision. Like as soon as you act, you're trapped again in the you're D. You're again, stuck in again on the D. Yeah. It's like when the computers have the spinning rainbow ball or the spinning mm-hmm. watch icon. You know, it's like they're, they're caught. Um, CPU uh, is caught in this one task that you cannot force quit. And so when we look at the Earth now, we're looking down from our observatory. Um, most people are just standing still. Yep. Just hanging out, waiting for the next person. No, well, no, they're like, everyone is trapped in a moment of choice, no matter how small or how large. Um, and then they act, and then the actions take place very sporadically. Um, yeah, but, right, but the actions themselves are not slow. Right. No one is right. speaking right. slowly. Um, right. It's just getting to the point at which they can actually speak takes a long time. Right. Yeah. There'd be like a little burst of, oh, an action just happened, but then they froze again. Mm-hmm. And as the next decision loop got to. Now, would this, here's, here's the interesting question about martial arts or being, you know, totally situations where you want to be totally in the moment versus other situations where you do want to think. Would this possibly make for a better world? Like, would those decisions be smarter? <laughs> um, well, that would be nice, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, maybe if we're all forced to take more time to um, to make decisions, uh, we would have less. Like, this, for instance, this is one of the things I think is so terrible about Twitter and maybe social media in general, yeah. um, is that the the medium encourages you to not think before writing things down because you're like it's 120 characters so i i don't i don't need to think much about that i just type it out um and that's a bad that turns out to be a bad thing right so what um, is it now is uh, there's a whole world of thought and you know stuff like that i know about for instance how social media is designed to be um to put you in this mode of, of not thinking mm-hmm. um but is there something if observing it from an understanding of the ooda loop is there an uh, what is happening there? Why? Why? How is it well, that Twitter's putting me out of my OODA loop? Or, or um, that's right. So Twitter tries to get you to skip the middle two steps. They want you to observe and right. act. Right. 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 Um, Interesting. And yeah. that turns out to be bad. Right. <laughs> that does not actually work very well um, uh, in terms of having productive relationships with other human beings anyway right. uh, but what they want is maximum tweets per minute uh so their goal is to cut out those middle bits yeah it must be like the opposite of the menu situation you were talking about before yeah where that's right what they're doing is actually trying to overwhelm you because mm-hmm. you part of, part of the reason you're responding so fast is because like there's so many things here i need to read i need to get through this uh, yeah, that's right. So what we need to do is put the people who write Greek diner menus in charge of social media. I think we need um, karate senseis. Okay, here we go. I'm bringing it all full circle. Mm-hmm. A karate, you are, are you like multiple black belts? Is that something? I am, yes. <laughs> that's incredible. How many black belts? Well, it depends how you count, but three or four. And do you wear them all at once? Yep. I'm wearing them right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, karate black, karate black belt sensei, teacher, is running Twitter. And um, <laughs> what would you, 
but your but your goal is to 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 do the op- basically your your goal is to instead of being punched in the face mm-hmm. you want to create a situation where the viewer the the user will not um well, so this is the, someone in this the, is the hard thing is you don't you don't want um, martial arts teachers running Twitter because one of the consequences of the OODA right. loop right. is that um, offense always wins um, because ah. if once you start if I wait for you to start punching me then I have to run through my whole OODA loop to take care of that but uh-huh. you don't have to do. Your OODA loop can be much shorter because your your OODA loop is just, I'm going to keep punching. But if I have to run through my whole loop every time, then I have to, my whole loop has to be quicker than your non-loop. And that is a losing battle. It's always going to be the case that being on the defense is going to lose. That's it. Because, you know, in chess, they say, for instance, whichever side goes first um, has an advantage. Yep, and it's the same kind of thing in in hand to hand fighting as well. Um, that is, if your brain is being reactive, that's always going to take longer than just being active. Um, wow. So the best strategy in fighting generally uh, is to throw the first punch and to not stop throwing punches. Wow, um, I must say there are certain world leaders. Well. Who okay. use this technique a little bit. I That's guess. correct. And you've, we've all met people who do that verbally too, yeah. right? If they just, the other person is just constantly talking, then you never have a chance to react and they're sort of in control of the conversation. So really you don't want, um, Sudden mar- you don't want martial artists in charge of social media. Um, you want social media to be designed in such a way that it forces you to take your time going through the OODA loop. So your best strategy is to be thoughtful and considerate. So just, just real quick, it's suddenly the internet stalled oh, there for yeah. a second. Mm-hmm. Just say that last thing again. So, um, uh, You want social media to be designed in such a way as to force you to take lots of time in your OODA loop so uh, that you will be thoughtful yeah. and considerate and empathetic because yeah. all those things take time for your brain to do. So yeah. I don't know, maybe a new version of Facebook that uh, doesn't let you comment on something until 30 seconds after you've read it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Make wow. sure you have the full time to go through your loop. Yes, that's interesting. You know, there is a thing. Uh, um, uh, there was a thing with emails. <laughs> I don't know if you, I'm sure you can get it. There was an app that said for people who feel like they respond too quickly to emails, perhaps in anger. There was a thing that will automatically buffer your emails and yep. ask you in five minutes or 30, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think <laughs> you that's still a, want to send this, you know, it'd be great. Uh, that would be a good way to avoid this problem. Yeah. yeah. So essentially that would, that is forcing us into our ift world, right? We're, we're forcing technology to make us take our time. Yeah. 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 Well, that's discipline. That's mm-hmm. what we um, fascinating. Uh, good. Uh, I look forward to another if where we do this totally differently, where um, we learn to, uh, yeah, the faster OODA loop, which is another mm-hmm. thing you talked about. Totally what if something really else? Yeah. Living in the flow. Fascinating. So, um, one, what, what's a message you take away? Like when, when, after you, you know, the sort of life lesson that comes from your understanding of the OODA loop, you apply it to things. Um, it's that, um, 
no matter what it is you're reacting to, it takes time to do that. Um, literally, it takes time for your brain to decide what to do. Uh, so in a crisis, it will take time for your brain to decide what to do, and that's okay. But also that you can teach your brain to get through the OODA loop faster. Um, and one of the most powerful tools for that is actually just imagining um, a crisis situation because your brain will do the OODA loop just based on the imagination. Um, and it turns out that that works. That actually helps your just thinking about things, helps your brain go through it faster. So for instance, um, of all the things that we all, we hate so much, fire drills, fire drills actually save lives because it forces your brain to go through the OODA loop of what do I do when I hear the fire alarm go off. Um, so for instance, back on September 11th, uh, if you're, if you worked in the world trade center and your company did regular fire drills, you were 10 times as likely to survive. Whoa. All right. Wow. So this is an enormously important thing. So if you're anxious about how you would react in an emergency, run through some scenarios in your head and literally just thinking through what you would do will help you in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would end even if we could jump right to the present, uh, the current issue of um, people who are too quick to be violent, perhaps mm -hmm. if yep. they would think through crisis situations, they might say, okay, actually, let me take a moment to de-escalation is the big word. Yeah. De-escalation. Okay take that moment. Mm -hmm. um, but by practicing, and I, I suppose there is when, when you're in the military or um, mm -hmm. any kind of police training, you, you, you role play scenarios. Right. Over and, yeah. over. and that training really does matter. Actually. Yeah. Um, and there's actually a specific version of this having to do with, say, uh, minorities, if people who are uncomfortable around minorities for whatever mm -hmm. reason, uh, mm -hmm. If they just imagine having yeah. a nice conversation with a minority who they don't like, they are more likely to be um, amenable to such people in the real That's world. amazing. Wow. That's, that's something I never, I mean, it's so basic. I never even thought about that. That's yeah. beautiful. That's so use point. our brains for good. That's the question. Use your brain for good. Role play in your mind. Yeah. Enjoy. Role play being nice to people. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And actually, and part of that, I think, is also role play being safe in a situation that you thought yep. was dangerous. That's that is exactly of, it. Part of what it is. So um, thank you so much. All right. So uh, we'll wrap up real quick here. Um, give us a quick plug your um, karate class. Oh, yeah. Empty Cup Karate down in uh, near Astor Place in Manhattan. Um, once we open up again, come by and join us. Uh, but in the meantime, you can check out our Facebook presence or our website and uh, see some of our stuff. Yeah. Oh, and are people, but are you teaching classes online? Uh, yes, but it's irregular and weird and things. So right. We okay. haven't quite figured it out yet. Understood. Understood. But yes, check it out. Um, sounds like wonderful. And, and the thing about martial arts is that it really isn't, I mean, fighting and all this stuff is part of it, but really it's a mental. It's a, yep, that's right. 90% of self-defense is psychological. Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. Um, go to our website for all kinds of fun uh, tips, uh, how not to get punched in the face for fun and profit. Yep. Um, um When you go there, also, uh, I, I encourage you to send us messages. Um, 
we're putting together a mailbag episode and we also do shows based on your suggestions and your questions so go to whatthef.com on the, right there on the front page uh, there's a place where you can write uh, write to us and hit send and away we go um, or feedback at whattheif.com on twitter using your OODA loop properly <laughs> you will find us at at whattheifshow we are also on facebook we have some exciting uh, changes coming to facebook um, our wonderful staff I must give a shout out to Howard Chang and uh, Ilya Zhang um, who do all kinds of great stuff adding additional materials to us are working on the Facebook page well there's cool stuff so um, stay safe uh, and keep your OODA loop moving so using our OODA loop now we imagine all the ifs that are coming we don't know what we're doing next week we don't know what ifs are coming to punch us in the face mm-hmm. and so we cannot help but scream and shout without deciding anything. We merely act and go, what the is?